raw and uncut conversations about life, love, and loyalty. Building strong marriages by providing practical solutions to common marriage distractions using kingdom principles. That's what you will hear on Loyalty Over Everything, Marriage and Relationship Podcast. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to Loyalty Over Everything, Relationship and Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Tori Taylor, and I am joined by my awesome husband, Angelo Taylor. Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing today? Hope everybody's doing well, taking care of yourself, uh, staying healthy with this uh, health scare we got going on. Yeah, so, you know, um, it's been a lot. We took a a week off just for ourselves and you know it's nothing like just having a little time just to spend with your with your significant other just for just time away and so of course for the last couple of weeks um we have now been faced with the coronavirus um it has been um some um some scares but you know what um as um the Lord is our protector and cover. We will not operate in fear over things. I say, you know, reference back to scripture, um, Psalms 91, um, two through, two through, um, 12, I believe, or yeah, 12, two through 12. And, you know, to me, if you just recite that and allow that to just really just minister to your spirit and to your heart and you know we won't operate in fear we won't be moved um we are all covered but we also just pray for those who are affected by this and you know total healing for them and their families absolutely and i I think also even with that you know i think we were talking earlier today about that uh also you know of course we we operate without fear and, and understanding where our covering comes from but we also want to operate with uh, with good, just good judgment as well. Uh, because you know, God has given us doctors. He's given us science. He's given us all of these things to be able to understand what's going on. And I think for maybe one of the first times in the history of the world, because information is moving and traveling as fast as it ever has. And we are able to move and travel faster than we ever have. Um, it's, it's really showing us now in this time, how, uh, it's important to to really take these these things into consideration when it talks about large group gathering. When you talk about um, you know things like uh, you know just making sure you take care of yourself, um, and I think that it's really important that we in this process still stay educated, stay uh, uh, cognizant of that. Make sure we're cleaning our hands, washing our hands. You know, make sure we're not uh, doing anything that can put us at risk. Uh, uh, for anything, but also not doing it with a spirit of fear, but doing it with an understanding or having a a better understanding of what's going on, I think is really important. Oh, absolutely. Um, And it's nothing like just just taking precaution, but, you know, um, good hygiene, um, 
it practices um this is more important just to do that so when you're sick stay home you know don't you know be be responsible with this even when you you know if you don't know if you have a slight cold or it could be the flu or what have you you know stay home go for, well more than anything staying away from others particularly if you're employed if you have the benefits to um have sick time or personal time that um you can use to go um to to your to your to your PCP your primary care physician then do that um and take care of yourself and yeah. don't expose others so um that's i, I would say just be responsible and even for those people some people don't have um insurance some people don't have the ability to go to their primary care physician i would just you know to encourage people that um you know there are clinics i know in our city there are clinics that you can go to and get checkups get temperature checks oh yeah um even if you have to if, if worst case scenario if you don't have the money or don't have the resources if you have to go to the emergency room if you're not feeling well or if you feel like or you think that you might be it could be something please go and get yourself checked out not just for yourself but for your family uh, for those people that you care about because um, you know you don't want to end up with something that you can pass on to your own personal family um, and, and even when it comes down to work I know some, some people are blessed to have jobs that they are paid salary and not hourly right and for those people that have those hourly jobs you know i understand the importance of you needing your money to take care of your family but if you get sick or you get down to the point where you can't go to work and that's for a long period of time you still could be without income so i just challenge you that if you feel yourself sick feel yourself going through something please go and get yourself checked out you owe it to yourself and to the people that you love to do that. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I I have to agree. And, you know, I just, many, you know, just peace and blessing, you know, just for every family, um, just for our, for our country, um, you know, more than importantly, just for our world um, with this, um, with the situation with the coronavirus. So, you know, as we have had our few minutes of health, yeah, 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 yeah. Just want to <laughs> yeah, speak just, on those yeah, things. Yeah, just want to speak on that. But you know, we're back. You know, we took a week off, and we had an opportunity just to kind of get away for a few yes, days and yes. have a good time. And we um we traveled to Atlanta and yes. um just really stayed in the um stayed in the downtown Atlanta area. That was so fun. It was oh fun. It was fun, guys. We decided not to rent a car. We took public transportation. We yeah. walked. Yeah, I think we were averaging about um what over ten to twelve thousand steps a day. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we got some health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, whether we wanted to or not, but you know, it was health healthy um opportunity. But it was just good just for us not to be confined by a vehicle and just be able to um really see the city. Um, downtown, but also just enjoy the conversation of walking. Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, as we do this marriage and relationship podcast, one of the things that, that is so important for us that we talk about is also that, that couple care, couple love, that you have to take time and, and get away and, and, and really just enjoy yourselves. And I think for us, it was my birthday and Valentine's Day. It was our combination of let's get away, let's do something. And it was really, really awesome. I mean, I had, it had been so long. It had been since probably my early childhood that I had actually been on a, the rail system, the underground rail system, 
like the Martin down in Atlanta. And it was really cool to ride that, to go to Lenox Mall and to just navigate around the city. It was it was something that was awesome for me. I hadn't because here in our city, of course, most of our travel is done via vehicles, uh, cars. So you're not used to, to getting on public transportation. But it was fun. We saw some unique. You remember the guy from the bus? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we saw some unique individuals while we were moving around and navigating the city. Um, and it was just a really a chance for it to be just me and you. Yeah. We're depending on each other, not knowing where we're going, right. having to figure out how to get there. <laughs> and it was something about when you're in a relationship and you're just depending on each other. Nobody else. You can't call nobody else. You ain't got no friends that you can call. It's just you and me. And so I really thoroughly enjoyed that. I thoroughly enjoyed the things that we did, uh, you know, from the trap museum yeah. to the aquarium uh, what was kind of some of the, uh, dinner? Um, I forgot where uh, we went to dinner. The really oh, yeah. nice restaurant, really nice but just, restaurant, yeah, yeah. So it was really, really fun. Yeah, I, I would have to say one of my highlights there is um, was the trap museum. Um, it was um, a very unique place. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but it. But I will tell you the art. Um, very talented individuals who. Um, develop these pieces um, just even some of the archival um, things from the rappers um, that um, are highlighted at this museum um, it's just um, it was just really unique enough to where it, the line was wrapped around the building so to me it was just like you know I don't know if people really got an opportunity to you know if it's just a hot spot or they're really, you know, digging the the art itself in there. So, but just the the environment itself was it was it was different. Yeah, but yeah. but you know, for me it was like I can appreciate that. I can appreciate the fact that we take what we love, whether if it's trap music, you know, I, I know it's probably my my greenness. Quit when playing I say like you. My she, trap music. My wife, rap music. She stay um, listening to that trap music when she's not listening to gospel. It's like. It's like BB and CC whining, and then from there is is um what's the boy name from Memphis? Gotti, and she trying to act like she just don't be listening. It's your boy, yo, God. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm sorry, but she she go ahead, honey. I'm sorry. Go ahead and tell them that you don't listen to trap music. I'm sorry. So, anyways, <laughs> I don't listen to trap music. You know, this is um uh, yeah. No, I don't listen to trap music. I'm I'm learning. I learn by the kids. Even when I do listen to some certain songs, they'd be like, "Okay, stop singing it. It's not for you to sing." But anywho, that was one of my highlights. Um, yeah. Spending five hours at the aquarium um, five was hours. <laughs> that was um, another one of my highlights. Um, being in Atlanta and and enjoying it. And and believe it or not, this was one of the first trips. <laughs> I. I believe me when I say this because he know I would have done it if it if it was shopping really was not really my forte for this it really was spending time um with my husband actually um making memories um new memories you know when you come into a, a relationship you always want to create those things create memories and it doesn't always that that to me that was the most important thing. So he know that when I wanted to shop, if I wanted to shop, I would have shopped. Oh boy, oh boy. I oh would have shopped. So 
but mm. it, it was more so of just really spending time enjoying having eating food you know doing i have you know being here in memphis i've only written written public transportation or the bus system here one time and it was a time that i do do not care to talk about but <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna but, be on the next episode no it's not tori's no, transportation uh <laughs> episode <laughs> Just a young teenage girl trying to get to the mall. Mm-hmm. 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 But anyways, um, it was just really fun. That was my experience. I mean, I've never had to, you know, I've never been on a train before, mm-hmm. you know, or even enough just to say that I really did a full round trip on a bus. You know, it, it was really fun. Yeah. Now, yeah. now when we talk about, you know, like cross country buses like Greyhounds or something like that. Take take it easy. Yeah, yeah. Take it we, easy. That's you know, taking me too that fast. Was, that, was, that, was, that was that was that was about as much as we were gonna get. <laughs> oh no. But, but it was but it was it was. It was really cool. It was um you know, just a chance to get away and, and y'all while we're away in one night, because the enemy's always busy, in one night we both got in our feelings and we stopped we didn't talk for a few hours. But luckily, the next day when we went to get something to eat, because food conquers all, we ate some food and we were able to talk through it. I don't even remember what what it was. That's how crazy it was. I, know, I don't I remember was what like, it was. What was it? I it was know. stupid. Whatever it was, it was stupid. Right. But um, so you know, we try to keep it real and be honest. So we we got in our feelings for a moment, but we worked that out and got back on track and really, really, really enjoyed, um, you know, having a good time. So. You know, just thankful for that. Thankful to God that we were able to get away, to talk, I mean, to refresh ourselves, and just to get out the city. And what's crazy is, let me say this about going to Atlanta. So I have been through Atlanta. I've been to football games around Atlanta, but I've never been to Atlanta. You know, and I know as an African-American male, that's probably um, something that people are like, really? You've never been to Atlanta? I've never been around, hung around Atlanta. And so for me to go downtown and to really just get a chance to get a feel for the downtown, I really, we didn't get to really experience the traffic. So I was fine with that. Um, it was, it was a really good eye opening experience. And I see how our city is one of the fattest cities in America because nothing is close to anything. You, you need a car to get everywhere here. <laughs> but, um, you know, when you go to other cities and you realize how they try to put things close oh, yeah. together yeah. so that you can mm-hmm. walk and move around without uh, without having a vehicle, it's like, wow, I wish our city would have been forward thinking like that. Yeah. So I will tell you, me, Angela, really enjoyed the Coke, Coke, um, Coca-Cola Coca-Cola yes, Museum. Yes, Yes. It was um, it was so much fun <laughs> there, especially when you got to the um, the area where you can taste all the cokes around the world. Yeah. So um, you found some a good some good ones, and then you find some that made you just be like, oh. yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna tell you what I, what I really enjoyed about it was actually just the story of oh, the yeah. of the of the company and and the secret behind Coke. And I know for people that you know that are listening to us that have ever been there, they probably know what I'm talking about. But just understanding how hard they had to work to keep the ingredients for for what they make for Coca-Cola a secret, and how they had to, you know just the story behind how it became what it is today was right. fascinating to me. And I, it made me think about us as people when we say we're going to start businesses, and we're so 
Uh, we're worried about competition and, and they were too, but what they realized is we're just going to protect our product and make our brand so unique mm-hmm. that no matter what you do, you can't copy, you can't, you can try, but you cannot There's imitate. No There's no way to, of it. absolutely. Yeah. So that was something that I found to be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, we, we really, really had a great and awesome time oh, absolutely. down there just, just exploring and, and, and loving the city. Oh, absolutely. So, but we, um, we're back into the stride, moving ahead and everything. So, you know, last, uh, our last episode, you know, we had the opportunity to, um, really talk about blending a family. We, we talked about us. We talked about our children. We even, I even shared where, you know, my kids being at a crossroad and, me learning to, um, as being a teacher, being quiet while the student is taking the test. Yes, yes. And, you yes. know, and that is still um, something that's very prevalent and forward um, for me. You know, I will always pray for my kids, yeah. all of them. You know, I, you know, there's nothing more that's so satisfying to my heart is to see them progress. You know, I have to give a shout out to my. To my to my boy Tyler, yeah, my up, young Tyler? man Tyler. You know Tyler has um, he is finding his way, and for him now, I mean, um, really acquiring two jobs to work. I mean, yes. it's the, and this is getting him back on his track. You know, when we have our conversations, he's always talking about, "I'm going back to school. I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to make this happen." And I yeah. always say to him, "You know what?" I have no doubt that you're going to do those things. And I'm just so excited that the momentum for him, you know, particularly for a young African-American male, you know, the odds are already stacked up against him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. whether, he, whether he wants them or not, they're, they're going to be stacked up against him. And I just have to say, you know what? I'm just so thankful for God's grace, God's mercy on him. And to know that at the end of the day, he's going to be someone that's going to really make a difference in our community and be so impactful to so many that he come in contact with. So I just have to give a shout out to him. But loving Mm. all of the rest of you kids, Marcus, Money, Kyla, KK, and for sure my young Handsome grand baby Makai. Yeah, yeah, love you all. And the entire is doing well. Very proud of him. Very proud that he is uh, moving forward, working, taking care of you know his business and responsibility, and growing yeah. and maturing as a young man. And, and we're very proud and, and know that he will do awesome things. And we're here to support him and all of them. We're here to support oh, them through the process and, and and understanding there will be ups and downs, good days and bad days and. You know, I always say this, my prayer for them is always, Lord, don't let them get into anything that you can't get them out of because we can't get them out of nothing. That's right. You know, so we just, you know, we can't be everywhere at all times. But the biggest thing is to not, to us, to not operate in worry and fear. Yep. To not be sitting around here stressed out. And let me ask you, as you have started to work on that and as you started to get that in your heart, because there are some mothers out there right now that need to hear this. How has that benefited you? Because there are things that are still going on and happening and coming up. But as you get that in your spirit, how does that, how does that, what does that do for you from somebody who used to be so worried about them and the things that were going on? I, you know, it's, I, I will tell you 
that has to be one of the most um, profound things for me, letting it truly letting it go and being set free enough to where peace really resides in my heart. Mm -hmm. It's really undescribable. Mm -hmm. It's really to say that I've done all that I can and that there is no manual on parenting point blank period. Ooh, if it is, preach. please share. You know, I'm still willing to learn. But to know that I have done all that I could have. I have asked God to, you know, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And even to this point now, if I'm wrong, you know, you, I, I don't don't allow proud to be my pride to to hinder me from saying I'm sorry. Yeah. Or to saying that, you know, I should have handled that a little bit different. You know, let's talk through this together. But to answer your question, giving it to him and trusting God with my kids. with Actually, they're his, they're his kids. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you yes. know, those are his kids. He just gave me the opportunity to, you know, he placed them in my womb to, to, to birth to bring them, to, the to bring them yeah. into this world. And to give them some guidance, you know. But... You know, giving them back and knowing that he's going to cover and protect them. Yeah. And to know that at one point in life, I was 20. I was 21. Ooh. I was 22. And with I made, kids, and right? With kids, <laughs> I made mistakes. And guess what? Even the mistakes that I made, I am still here. And that was one of the things that I had to say to myself. Actually, you know what, guys? I actually had to say that to myself Monday. Um, you know, in my quiet time, it was just like, how was this age? I was that age. And I remember doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look at me now. Yeah. I'm still breathing. I'm in my right mind. I, I'm able to go to work and still perform at a high level. I have people who love me. I have friends. I, I, I have a husband. I, I You know, it's just like those things. It's just like, I made mistakes. I fell. I got back up. I fell again. I got back up. I fell again. Me, right. I got back up. And guess what? Even at this age, I don't want to fall, but I know I, I'm going to fall. It's going to hurt a little bit more now. But It'll take a little longer to get back up. <laughs> but, and longer as in physically getting yeah, back that's up. Yeah, right, that's right, that's right. Uh, but when I do get back up, you know, I won't be moved. Because yeah. you know what I'm, mistakes are going to be mistakes, and so I'm just I just give all the glory to God that I am at this point. Yeah, and and, and it helps. You know, you know I, I I teach classes to guys, parenting, fatherhood type of classes, and the more we go in, and the more that we learn, and the more that we we teach, we look and we say, man, there are things that I missed. Uh, as a parent, you know, being a parent as a, at a young, uh, young age, you miss sometime. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I was a, the iron fist, my way or the highway type mm -hmm. of parent. And I look at sometimes it affects the relationship that I have in my, with my children. And, and honestly, this, here's the key to all of that. As a parent, you do the best that you can with the information that you have. Yep. And so sometimes we hold ourselves hostage to the decisions that we made, but if you don't know any better, you can't do any better. Right. So once you gain the information, you can try to be better. And what I always think and try to tell people and tell, you know, kids and everything, there are no perfect parents. So 
if there are some things that I did wrong or some things that, that, that you didn't like about my parenting, instead of holding it against me, when you have your own children one day, do better in that area. Right. And I guarantee you, your children will find a way or find something uh, wrong with what you've done. Right. I right. guarantee you, they'll find, I don't care how, how and, and, but, but mm-hmm. if, as you make these changes, then maybe one day they'll be a, a perfect parent. But all you can do is do the best with what you have. And so I look at, and I think about, um, you know, the, the kids and, 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 and the, the, you know, even when it comes to things like whooping, you know, because I had kids at such a young age, my, my thought process was, I'm, I give you a whooping. Well, the more information that I gather, the more that I learn, it's not that you shouldn't, you know, whoop at all, but there are other things that you can do. Oh, yeah. And I was not, you know, my toolbox was very limited. I always call it the toolbox, the toolbox of correction. And mine was very limited. I didn't have any extra tools in there. Well, I had a few, but my go-to tool was Whipping. pull that belt out. <laughs> and so, you know, but now that I understand and I know that, you know, there are other things to do, I might not have been able to give it to my children. But now as my grandson comes along, I'm learning more so that when I have him, I know how to deal with it in a different way. Yeah. I know how to, you know, to love on him and to let him know that he's supported and appreciated and, and valued and all of those things. And so as parents, I think that that's really key that if we can get to that place of not holding ourselves accountable for mistakes that we might have made in the past, just, hey, I did. I didn't know any better at that time, but I did the best I could with what I had. And, and I loved you unconditionally through right, the process. Right, you know? right. Yeah, so, you know, wrapping up with the kids and, you know, we we talked about co-parenting and, you know, that process and, you know, again, mad respect for um, for um, the, the, men the, the, the men and women that the that are we're co-parenting our children, with children's and mothers so, and fathers. Yeah. So, you know, much respect to them and love them, too. And, you know, now. We're at a point when we're talking about parents, our extended family, as we blend. You know, when people talk about blending, we just always think about, yes, the key ingredients sometimes is going to be your immediate family, the children, husband and wife. You know, that's the blending. You know, those are the key ingredients. And then sometimes there's a dash of this and a sprinkle of that. When you're mixing it, <laughs> yeah. And so, but a big piece of us is that you know the Bible says for us to always honor our mother and father. Yeah. So absolutely. even though we cle- we have cleaved together, yeah. You know, but there's still much honor and do much respect to them as our parents. You know, even though we are parents, but you yeah. know it, it's important for us to to um, respect our parents and. But also, too, you know, getting up in age, you know, yeah. what is that like? You know, the personalities of, you know, for our fam, our parents to know that, you know, we're a unit. Yeah. You know, you got to respect that. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, I think that the, the I think in order to really even speak on that, you kind of have to understand family dynamics, because when you go into the, a family, what I mean is you have to understand the dynamics of the person that you're getting with of their family of what, right, what you're right. getting. And, and for me and my family, it was, it was unique. It was, it was a unique, um, 
thing to where it wasn't necessarily any, I didn't, I wasn't, I'm not a mama's boy or I'm not a, you know, I'm not a person that you have to worry about spending all this time with his mama or, or those type of things. It's like, okay, that's my mama and that's my daddy, but you my wife. Right. And it was never much violation of that particular aspect of people understanding that the word of loyalty lies, that my loyalty lies with you. Right. Um, and I'm thankful for that. But but still, getting to know, you know, my family, one of the things about my immediate family, my, my mother, my parents, um, is, is really that we are, if I could say it in the, in the right way, I was brought up to be verbally abusive. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? I would agree. And to use words to cut, to yeah. use words to to really hurt people, uh, and, and and you know you win the argument by how how much you hurt a person. So you are gonna try to say the most hurtful thing, and that's not the best thing going into a, a marriage or a relationship. Right. And but you, if I just said that to you, just say if we just met, and I said that to you, you wouldn't understand it. No. Until you meet my folks. Until you experience it. <laughs> and then it's like, whoa, like right. you ain't joking. This is how right, you were right, raised. Right, right. I, I, if, um, if just being transparent, mm-hmm. you know, Miangelo has, you know, from the, the moment of our courtship, he has always been very open. And, you know, he did say to me, you know, well, my family is, you know, is, is pretty unique. You know, we ain't your typical family, you know. He shared that with me and, you know, he shared some, you know, some struggles um, from, you know, just from mental illness, also from just, um, a, you know, being, being a, you know, drug, having drug addictions and things like that. So having that to be sort of like something that that was, you know, a, a, a contributing factor to the dynamic of the family, of his family, it was like, oh, okay. No, no, you know, I, I, I get it. I understand, you know, but, but you really, did you really understand? I didn't understand. I <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't understand. And, you know, it took experiencing really seeing it for myself to be like, whoa. And, you know, but I think it was at that point of me experiencing it. It was like we were already married. Yeah, so and yeah. it was not like running or anything, but. You know, I just thank God that we were able to, after experiencing it, we had further conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, conversation about it, learning about it. You can hear someone tell, you know, tell you their life story or tell you experiences that they went through. But then when you get a dose of something and you'll be like, you you know, the, the empathy is there for them. But it's just like, wow, this is really real. This is true. You know, in the mental illness piece, it, you know, it didn't take me into watching a a movie to really understand, you know, some, you know, to understand true mental illness and, and, and how that affect the family. And so, and so my heart continues, it's just like, for me, it's like, how do you continue to be supportive to, you know, those are my parents in love too, you know, so how do I make sure that I'm supportive to them? in those moments that they have um, episodes or just even as they grow into their, their latter years and, and being respectful, you know, that's one thing that I've always done is have been respectful to them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, um, just speaking on, like I said, because we haven't even made it to your side. We just talking about my side. You make it seem like we just, 
No, 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 no. I don't mean it like that. I'm saying, no, I'm just. It's so simple. Y'all wait. No, I'm just joking. We ain't crazy, y'all. <laughs> um, but um, no, just just even trying my best to help my wife have an understanding of some of the things that she would see to the point of watching movies together so that she could get an understanding of what it looks like and what this reality of certain things are and and talking about those things are very important. And that's what I tried to do. I wanted her to be comfortable with understanding that this is what I, you know, and and what I come from that I'm a product of. And here's the crazy thing about that though. I wouldn't change anything about, the way I was raised, right. the stuff that I went through, because it be, it built me into who I am today. Um, so I'm very transparent about those things, not because it's flashy or not because I want to tell people, you know, my, my people's business or anything. But I just think that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Absolutely. And so this is my truth. This is a part of my truth. And so um, it, and it is also a part of what made me who I am. And so. I stand on the backs of those people in my family. I, you know, even thinking about, you know, my, my grandparents who, who raised me uh, a lot of the time. Um, I look back at some of the things that they struggle with, you know, that, that all of that is a part of who I am today. And so I, I embrace it. I don't run from it. I don't shy away from it. And I'm not afraid or ashamed to talk about it because I don't, it's, it's not embarrassing to me. It's just, it, it all, it helps shape the story of me, Angelo. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, speaking, you know, me, Angelo talked about my family. So yeah. my family, um, it's, uh, it's, we are very, me, Angelo comes from a, a large family. His father yeah, side of the yeah, family yeah. is pretty huge, you know, for, for me, I didn't experience that. My grandfather, um, had an awesome opportunity to relocate with this job. So my family moved from Birmingham to Memphis. And so here in Memphis, it's just literally my, uh, my, it was my grandparents when they were here with us. Um, also my aunts, my mom, my my siblings and my cousin, it's just us here in the city. We didn't really get an opportunity to learn much about our family um, our ex- our extended family in Birmingham and other places. Of course, we took trips there and to and from. At times, we were afforded that. But the dynamic of it is that um, outside of my my maternal side of my family, my father's side, I didn't get a chance to meet my dad. Um, it has been probably all of a good seven years now since I have formed a relationship with my dad. I so love Mr. Parker. And I love Mrs. Parker too, and, and along with my yes. siblings and hey, you know, <laughs> and so you know, getting to know that, and it was one of the best pieces, um, one one of the best milestones in my life. Um, believe it or not, sometimes you have these question marks, and you don't really understand even just small features that I have Man. that I could never find in my family. But then you when you see you see my dad and my my siblings, it's just like whoa, there, there, it, it, is. Is. <laughs> there it is, there it is, and so such a beautiful experience. But also too, you know, just learning that you know in you know here I am, you know, well you know almost forty years old now meeting my dad, and then having that ability to learn him, him to learn me. 
one of the things that, you know, even to the point was like that, I don't care about the past. You know, he compelled to to say I wasn't there. I'm sorry. And but it was it was more so if that I don't care. It's just like more of the present and going into the future. I want to stop you right there, because if your dad heard heard this, I want to make sure that we correct that. So it was it was more closer to your early 30s, 31, 32, 30-ish, when we when we did the reconnection. He said 40. You, that's we, you were well connected by 40. I just wanted okay. to make sure we. I just wanted okay. to make sure I cor- got that correction in there because I know you didn't mean it like yeah. that, but that's just how it came out. So if they ever hear it, be like, "Oh, really, <laughs> really?" Oh, so I just wanted to clear that up and make yeah, sure. Yeah, because you know I'm just 35. So. Oh my lord. Okay, anyways, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. Stay focused. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So so you were talking about your your dad and and, and, and that relationship and and, and how that was something that spawned later in life. Right, right. And I remember us, if I can, you know, uh, when we went on that, 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 that trip to try to see how we could we get that reconnection mm-hmm. and um, how we just, because I love her so much and our conversation, she shared with me how much she wanted to, to have that relationship. And she didn't even really know where to start. Right. Like we just had a name. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't you think about how crazy that is. She, my wife just had a name and we literally got in the car with a name and struck out to uh, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. We didn't know where we were going. It was more so Holy Spirit lead us yep. to where we need to be. Right, right, right. And and what's crazy about that is the Holy Spirit led us to somebody that had that knew somebody. That knew somebody. That knew somebody that that, <laughs> that helped get us connected in the, yep. over in the long run. Right, right, right. And so it was it was a really, really awesome uh journey. To see, and I can remember, I remember exactly what, where I was when you, where we were, when you got the phone, the email, or, or it was Facebook, right? Yeah, it was inbox. Inbox, Facebook, and we were literally on Vern, and I was in the kitchen, and you came around the corner with tears in your eyes. Yeah. Telling me, my, this, this, you know, my dad has, has reached out to me. Yeah. Or his wife has reached out to yep. me. And you were scared. You didn't know what to do. And I'm like, pick it up. Reach out. Pick it up. You know, call. Do whatever you need to do. And and that started the process. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And so, you know, it has been, you know, the history, then it's been, it's been working since then. And so, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but again, it's just like, you know, you have to, you know, here I am meeting my dad a year later, I'm getting married. So it's just like, you know, as we're learning and and getting to know each other, I'm getting married at the same time. And it's just sort of like, you know, there, there was blending. It was the blending of us, but also blending my family as he, you know, they're getting to know us, but also getting to know the fact that we're going to be a blended family too. But, you know, they were such a a great model of what a blended family, because they are a blended family themselves. So, um, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, that, so that's, that's dad's side. Now we're talking, we talk about mom, we talk about your mom and, 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 and how that relationship, how that relationship formulated and, and, and just, just, you know, the uniqueness of the relationship and, 
and and all of those things. So I'll let you kind of start that process. So my um my grandparents when we got to Memphis, you know, it was just us again, like I, I said. And so I am the eldest grandchild and, and child um, by mo- by many not I'm not gonna say a whole lot of years, but you know if there's a degree of separation where I can almost be sort of like so I can be niece sister to my my aunts and be aunties to my cousins. So <clears throat> you know that was my mom had me at a um, at a teenage. Um, she was 16 when she had me, so focusing on school and things like that is what they really wanted her to do, and she did that. And so I'm so thankful for my grandparents for even you know you know having the love for her for her to complete school, but also just to take care of me. And you know I spent uh, many years um, with my grandparents, um, and also you know with my parents as well. And so as years have gotten. I have I have not had the strongest relationship with my mom, but in all in all, I I adore her, respect. I respect her, and I care dearly for her. And so again, you know, bringing into that fold of you know her getting to know my husband and my husband understanding the not dynamics of that. You know, many oftentimes you don't hear young ladies not having true strong relationships with their mom or going. Um, you know, a month or so without talking to their, their mother, you know, maybe dad, but not mom. And so that was the dynamic of me. But I would say all in all, you know, there is, my family is who they are. Um, we love hard. We, you know, we, we're there for each other. We may not have much, but we have love for each other. So, but bringing everybody into the fold has been, you know, it just, just the dynamics of who we are, you know, me, Angelo family, I, I, we, we talk about this all the time. It's just that when there's a spat in his family, um, you know, I, I've seen him where it'd be harsh words said and maybe a day go by and they all back to being friends. And it's just like, what? You know, for us, my family, I grew up in, 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 in a, a way. A completely different environment. In a different environment. You know, if there's a disagreement or a heated peace between family members, Oh God, it takes an act of Congress to make it, you know, for everybody to come back together and forgive. So to say all of that is just that, you know, you know, just understanding the dynamics and blending, you know, it, it, you know, it took us to make sure that one, we didn't want that to be who we were as a family. Mm -hmm. So we acknowledged those things and knew that we had to take charge and leave what, we wanted our family to yeah. experience when there was conflict or situations. And what's crazy life. about that is, is it, it is it is literally on our children because we're blended. I think about how, you know, when me and the kids have disagreements and, you know, it, with some of the kids, it can take a little longer. Yeah. And then with some of the kids, it could be even worse, but we'll be talking in a day or so. It's yeah. like, uh, that's, yeah, that's crazy. But, you know, all in all, when you talk about the, the, the family dynamic and we used to add the, 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 the process of parents and all that, if you ultimately understand that once you take on your spouse, it is your sole responsibility. They are your number one priority. They are your number one responsibility. You can love what I've learned is sometimes 
you we mistake love and honor to be the same thing. Right. So honoring you is I am going to always respect you. I'm mm-hmm. going to be nice and kind to you, but you don't come first. Right. So I have to make sure my wife is first or you have to make sure your husband is first, mm-hmm. but I still respect you. Right. And I still can do things for you, but it has to be those things that we that are agreed upon and not something that or things that won't cause conflict between us. Absolutely. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily always have to be agreed upon, but if Tori is doing something for her parents or trying to do something for her parents and it's not something that's going to cause strife, hurt, or harm to us, then it shouldn't bother me. Right. You right. know, so so that that's the biggest thing is that understanding that as you do this, that when you come together, all of those things, all of those issues Mm -hmm. that create who you are come with you into your relationship. And you have to take the time and communicate those things, those issues, so that the people that you love are comfortable and they are, they know that you have their best interests at heart. Absolutely. And like, I know that you have my best, regardless to family members or whatever, I know that you have my best interests at heart. Absolutely. And hopefully you know that I have your best I interest I do. at heart. And and once you know that and you work toward that, then everything else is secondary. Mm-hmm. Everything else is secondary. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an ever-evolving thing because as our parent gets old, you know, they get older, you know, it's just also, too, just trying to figure out what's the next level for them. You know, have, start having those conversations about what is it that you want from, you know, you know, what does that look like? You know, do we... Are they coming to stay with you? Are you helping, you know, provide, um, you know, care for them as they're getting to their, 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 um, to their latter years. And so it's just one of those things that you just have to continue to keep, um, keep going through and, and understanding that, that it's always ever evolving, even when it comes to the kids, you know, just like what's the limitations and, you know, even when they start having their families and, and things like that. So yeah, you got to know when to back up and get yeah, out of the way. Get out of the way and all of that too. So, but yeah, you know, this has been a great, great piece to talk about blending and finishing up on, on blending. We really, really hope that um, we have said something tonight to touch your heart. Um, again, we we just have to just go back to one to say that you know blending it's it's um it's you can. If you think about this really nice dish, you know, sometimes we peruse on, on social media or, you know, looking for this, you're on Pinterest or something, you see this dish and be like, Ooh, that looks so yummy. Yeah. I know I do at times. Yeah. And then you I never go, say yummy. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I ever used the word yummy until just now. Because that, I mean, I've never said, ooh, that looks yummy. Okay. And if I do, you'd probably be concerned. So keep okay. going. I'm sorry. Well, it looks delicious. How about that? Yeah, or it good. Looks, it looks good. And so, and when you continue to open it up to learn more about this recipe, it has all of these different things, um, you know, these ingredients, like some things that you may have heard of and may not heard of. It's, it's just like, okay, how do I make that happen? And it's just like, okay, I have to try it. Yeah, you So right. for me, it's just like, this is the point where you have to try it, where you have to say, okay, I can blend, whether if it take, whether if it's, 
big pieces, small pieces, it all blends, whether if it's situation with children, situation with co-parenting, situation with family and friends, you know, it's just those types of things that you just have to add into the blender and let mm-hmm. it blend and make that beautiful dish. Yep. So, so, yeah. so just as you guys go forward in your, in your families with your, uh, everything that's in your melting pot, everything that you all have, I think that it's just so important for you all to just make sure that you understand that your spouse comes first. Everyone else is secondary. You love, honor, respect your parents, but you still make sure that your even and your children as well. But understand that your spouse comes first. If you understand that, if you work toward that, then you will have you will be on in the beginning stages of creating a happy, healthy, whole marriage and relationship. Absolutely. So, okay, guys, you know we're here at the end. You know, wash your hands. Wash your hands. (laughs) Take care of yourselves if you're feeling ill. You know, and I hope and I pray that you do have the opportunity to get to um, a a clinic to get yourself checked out or so. But, you know, take care. We're praying. We're praying for our country. We're praying for for this world, for for this to just to fizz out. But more importantly, we will not fear. We won't be moved. Yeah. So we love you guys. Y'all take care and we'll see you guys in another week. All right. Talk to you later. Peace.